Hello, my beautiful, beautiful friends, and welcome to a new episode of the Rising with Love podcast. Before we're starting, just wherever you are at your day, just let everything leave by side and allow yourself this few breaths to just fully arrive in present and fully step in this moment. So just close your eyes for a second. Maybe you want to place your hand on your belly or just feel inside of yourself and start to allow yourself to take a deep breath deep down in your belly, really feeling your belly expanding. Let the air come up to your chest and your throat and exhale, let it out with a sound. And just one more deep breath in your belly. Feel your belly rising like a balloon, becoming full. And let the air go again. Whatever happened today, whatever experience you were allowed to face, just for the next upcoming 45 to 50 minutes, let's see how we flow. Let everything be by side and just fully allow yourself to be in this moment. Allow your higher mind to guide you and to let you take out the nuggets that you need from today's episode. So our last time, really fully take in this breath. And exhale. Let it all go. And I am super excited to have you here with me today, guys, because I have a really special guest with me. Today I have Messier from Loveness. <laughs> and she is not just my manager here in the yoga retreat where I'm working, but as well a really beautiful soul and my mentor. And she taught me already so much in the short time, which is the reason why I invited her here on this podcast spontaneously while we were just talking outside. <laughs> Because, yeah, I love the way how she teaches and I love the way how I can just observe her by embodying her own truth and embodying her own beauty. And therefore, I want and I hope that she can share this beautiful beauty today as well with you. <laughs> so, my beautiful Rising with Love friends, welcome, Ness. Wow. Welcome to the podcast. Wow. Make me cry. Oh, you're so beautiful. You're so cute. You're so, so cute. beautiful. Yes, you feel like sharing a tiny bit about yourself so people just have a grasp of what brought you here? Like what brought you to a yoga retreat to come and volunteer? I thought you were actually going to say what what brought me to earth. To earth? Yeah, it's okay. more that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's even better. What brought you to earth? Why the decision earth? Why earth? Why earth? That's even a better question. It makes way more sense. It really does. It really um, does. Yeah, I, I really, I, I came into, into this world at this, well, when I did um, for this time and I came in with the the true love frequency mm. and the new earth frequency. Mm. And it's actually been quite a journey um, to to get myself to where I am now, um, where the new earth frequency is now starting to kick in. Mm. And, yeah, um, there's so much more awakening, awakenings and consciousness and 
you know, higher frequencies coming in and more light. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's been an interesting journey because I was kind of way before my time. Mm. So when was the first time that you really consciously realized that you're here to bring in this new earth and to uh, represent this frequency of true love? Probably like when I was a little girl, like mm. as far back as then, I honestly felt like I'd been dropped off at the wrong house mm. and by my, by my star family. Yeah. And yeah, and I just was not... I was so different to everyone around and I've always been able to see the divine in mm. everyone yeah. and I just that's all like I've ever been able to see um, and I had a I had a challenging family mm. that I grew up in and they were the opposite of seeing the divine in in me and I Yeah, I, I, I've always also been able to see the the light in the in the dark, yeah. so in the hidden, yeah. and so that's that's been um, beautiful and very challenging as well because I've never felt like the hidden or the dark is is anything more than the same as as the light because there's light in the dark yeah. and. And just always wanting to hold like my mum and mm. then my family in the same way that I've realized that I always have as that um, in, in absolute true love. Mm. And I know that the codes of true love. So, but on this planet, it's been very much where love has got a really bad name and mm. it had, it's not actually love. Yeah. Um, so, so it's, it's been challenging in that way because um, because love has had a bad name. What is the, like, how can we understand that? Like, what would you explain or define as true love? And, like, in which way can we see bad love right now playing itself out in the world or embodying itself? I mean, we say things like, you know, unconditional love, and then we say, you know, compassion, and then we say acceptance, and all of, the, all of those things are part of love. Yeah, you know, yeah. so um, so that so it's encoded with all of that. It's not a separate thing. Yeah. You know, love is full of compassion. Yeah. Love full of, is full of understanding. Love is full of you know complete acceptance mm. and and no conditions. Yeah. Um, and so it's 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 interesting because it's also a frequency so it's it's a little bit hard to to explain but um true love actually just holds holds and doesn't make it personal mm. i mean love is just pure presence yeah you know yeah. that's what love yeah. is yeah. and you know presence presence is doesn't doesn't have any judgment mm. presence is love and love mm. is presence yeah. you know yeah. Um, so, so we see how much, and it's, 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 you know, it's just a, a historical thing mm. where, you know, it, it's, it's been about survival yeah. and you can't be present when you're in survival mode. And yeah. we've all, that's, that's just where our humanity has just been working from just in survival. Yeah. Um, and that, and that is 
unfortunately the opposite of presence because when you're when you're in survival mode you're in your you're in your trigger you're in your fight or flight so you're the opposite of of presence Mm. so it's it's been really um it's kind of there's been really no presence to be able to work with and if love is presence and presence is love then that's really that's like to simplify it yeah yeah and I think that is as well reflecting to what our conversation has been about all about you know what I really learned from you and what you really taught me as well is like the way of how our presence has been as children already suppressed by our parents in a sense of like I talked about it as well in my last podcast episode like this conditioned love and just by you hearing that saying like this we're not being able to be safe and we're like in this survival mode the entire time where we had to hide away our true essence that's the other that's the other um, factor in this whole thing is our authenticity mm. and our truth and our true self and we because because our parents and their parents and it goes all the way back to the beginning have been in survival mode and have been passing on their traumas and their you know their nervous systems and all of that is that we have not been safe to be authentic mm. to be able to be in our authentic feelings and express ourselves which again has nothing to do with anything but it's just our truth yeah. but but everyone has been in that in that space of taking it personally or getting triggered or not being able to handle it so we we have no acceptance of ourselves and we have to hide our authenticity mm. and it is it is kind of conditional conditional support yeah yeah can conditional everything and we learn very quickly that it's not it's dangerous to be in our authentic expression mm. and I feel like we're there's still something which is continuously playing out in the world I mean like here even in Swami's that was like something which you really said to me in the beginning and it, which really stick to me that we're like in communities just having like this great place of like always reliving our childhood and like really getting faced with it but I mean Swamis is just so small here in this yoga retreat but even in the vastness of the world when you are like with working colleagues or in your working place like you are basically like this small community as well and you always get faced with that triggers so yeah what would you say to an individual how can they become more aware of that well I see the um, divine treasure in our authentic expression and yeah. um, that's where it's that's where it's hidden and the thing is wherever we go we're going to just be attract our families yeah. um, so and and the types of people that will trigger us to bring it all up and I call them love gifts yeah. so then it can show what's not what's not resolved and the way that I work with it is that whatever trigger has has come about um, it is it is directly something that's not resolved from your childhood, mm. and so the people that trigger you are just your love gifts. Mm. They're, they're, yeah, that's that's simply what they are. And in places like where we're living right now, and and workplaces and and families, um, they are, will forever be getting triggered. Yeah. Um, and and it's 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 becoming the alchemist. It's becoming like turning turning that into the gold. Mm-hmm. and seeing it as the gift because 
it's an opportunity to finally heal and resolve and give our child self the 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 love mm. which is the presence mm. to be able to just completely express our authenticity in mm. in in that really safe space um so i get excited when when um people trigger people trigger me and i see the triggers around if you're using it properly and i feel like if we were all working with our triggers and our child, our child's unresolved child self, that we, um, you know, how it says it takes a village to bring up a child, mm-hmm. that we're in this big global village, yeah. and we can all work together in 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 having just presence and mm-hmm. um, not only doing it for ourselves but each other to just finally be able to safely yeah. be authentic. Yeah, and come back to this tribal energy, you know, where everybody is working hand in hand that's so beautiful that's so beautiful and i think as well like when you are talking about the hidden is that then what you mean about like this wounded child like those triggers that we're bringing up within each other and but i think like usually we're just labeling them and not really seeing them for what they are but just putting it on other people and then wondering why we're always coming in the same situation absolutely and See, when we talk about light and dark, mm. I see it as the light and the hidden. Mm. And within the hidden, there is the light. And that's the that's the divine treasure that I see. That's the gem. So, But you can't get the light un, unless you bring out mm. the dark and bring out the hidden. And the hidden is, again, it, it, it's, it goes right back to when we were, were children and we had to hide things because we were human mm. um, yeah. and because we were, we were taught that, you know, we should hold shame for that or guilt for mm. it or it's bad or wrong. Mm. And so we've got all these, these um, parts of ourselves like in the cupboard It's kind of like the monster in the cupboard, you know. Mm. We're just continuously putting them in, thinking that they're that they're they're bad, and we need to hide them. But that's where the divine treasure is 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 in the authentic expression, mm. is in the stuff that is in the um, things that have been hidden. Yeah. Um, and we can't be in our full light unless we go and claim the light in the dark in the mm. hidden yeah so it's of course it's scary to go in and bring these out and you can't do it with everyone yeah. you have to find um a, like other people um and particularly yourself to be able to bring the hidden out and mm. hold it with absolutely no judgment just just the purity and innocence that it was that it was originated from yeah. because it everything originates back to innocence and purity of the mm. of the child self who just had to again survive yeah. I think there was like one conversation that you and I had where you you really showed it with your entire body where you were like you know giving this expression of this child just being super excited and like being loud and being playful and then the adult coming and really shrink it down like not right now like stop screaming like stop saying that and where the child really starts to hide itself and it just really made brought this click inside of myself like wow like yes i think about it i i really see those situations and then as well again understanding that the parents that our parents as well just come from the same place like just bringing out the same child that is in there and just mirroring and reflecting it back on us and 
if we're not, I think that's what you said and what was so powerful, if we're then not claiming our inner child and taking care over that, we just got to pass that on to our next generation and therefore never going to really experience change, but just reliving generational cycles. Absolutely. And we're being brought up by children. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, um, it's just the way it's happened, but they haven't been able, our parents weren't, um, obviously didn't feel safe enough to um, be able to handle their own feelings mm -hmm. because they couldn't handle, their parents couldn't handle their feelings. And it just get and then they can't handle our feelings mm. and our and our authentic expression. Yeah. Um, and also the thing is, as children, our parents feed us and shelter us, yeah. and if we don't have that, we potentially die. Yeah. And we know that, so we we do little little you know um, trials of authenticity mm. and. As soon as we get a you know a negative reaction to it, we do note to self, I need to eat and survive, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna hide that. Yeah. yeah. And then we might do another little thing and we get another one and we and we just it's it's just entangled in in um, survival. Yeah. And the more the more it's in survival, it's just in those um, it's making those neural pathways very, very strong yeah. and we don't even realise it and then we become adults and It's just, it's connected to survival. And yeah. so then when we start to be authentic, because I really believe it's the way that um, for our, our spiritual body, our spiritual survival, yeah. we need to be authentic. It's yeah. really, really, but because it's, because it's been so ingrained in survival, yeah. we think when we're authentic as adults that it's the same thing. Yeah. So we've got to start, we've got to start realizing that It's okay. We can still eat, and we can still be sheltered. We bring out, oh, those, yeah. yeah. And it's like really funny though, because in the beginning, like that's how I experienced it in my body. The more I started to embody my authentic self, the first period of it was really just scary because I was sitting there and I thought, like, am I getting crazy right now? Like, you know, it's like because I felt so open for the first time, and I was like running around, like jumping through the streets and like running around barefoot. But then because of this strong conditioning that you have from society of like, that is just what crazy people do. Like you have to follow the rules. Like if you want to survive again, you have to do a certain job and you have to go and you have to eat. And this is what you got to do. And there's no time for joy or fun or silliness. And if you are silly and you embody that, then yeah, probably you have something wrong inside of yourself. And it's so crazy if you just see how this entire feminine side of like letting go just has been so suppressed in the society and it was just so single-sided and again then just as you said as well then we're not having this wholeness we're not having this completion inside of ourselves but we're just living single-sided and not as the whole divine and not holding taking out the treasures from it yeah and that and and the thing is with What I've really noticed is from someone who I was so because I, I got um, uh, strangled when I was when I was young um, by my mom to not speak up and mm. to not because I was a really honest um, 
child and I can see things because I'm like I've got I've got psychic gifts and I can see things and I and I so I, I have lived the uh, the opposite to how I am now mm. and you know so so shut down and so inside myself and so not authentic mm. and so to flip it and be you know, once you start coming out, I call it coming out because you come out, people come out in for their sexual preference. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's not really their sexual preference. It's their authentic, it's their authenticity. It's it is. Are. And mm. so there's more to just your sexual preference. It's like coming out. And I feel like we we need to keep coming out with our authenticity mm. and it feels this just as scary as coming out with something say like our sexual preference yeah. yeah it's like every time you you come out it's like okay and because again it goes back to the survival mm. in the body mm. and but once you do it more and more it's like you can really feel the nourishment like i say it's like spiritual food mm-hmm. it really mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. and I've really noticed, um, especially now as we're getting into like into the new world, is that the currency for the new world is authenticity. Yeah. That is what the true currency is. And we're, our bodies are just not going to feel good unless we're – so it's kind of flipping mm. to, the, to the opposite now where before to survive we needed to, to suppress our authenticity. Mm. I feel like – it's the opposite now where if we, we're not going to survive, like just it's going to cause, it's going to cause like physical, um, at, like disease yeah. if we don't start leading with our authenticity. So with it, yeah, it, it'll be in all areas of the body because it's just not sitting right to mm. be, because it is, it's, I mean, we're, we're all unique expressions yeah. of the divine yeah. and we our, our uniqueness and our authenticity is it, I mean it's it, it's it's everything you mm. know so yeah to suppress that I just don't feel like that it's just we're not going to survive mm. if we keep going along that and I really felt that, like just hearing you saying that again really resonates to me because like for me as well, when I was going through this entire time of my depression and everything, like that's basically what I was coming towards. Like this is the only way for me to like ha- have a happy life. If I like just start to really listen to myself and to my body and not follow a path anymore that someone else said to me is the best path for me, but really starting to listen to is it truly the best path for me? Like, is it really beneficial for myself to only observe what money is going to do in my life? Like, truly? Because abundance can come in so many forms. And it's so crazy when you really come in this true trust as well, this divine trust of I'm safe. And you said that to me too. Like, I remember you saying, like, if you ask yourself every single moment, Do I have enough right now? Do I have enough right now? You are constantly staying in the the frequency of abundance and you are just attracting the things in your life instead of running behind it. Yeah, and and if we're talking about abundance, like I said, the new currency, the new like is is authenticity. Mm -hmm. So that's all that's it's going to if we're exchanging in that. That's what's actually going to bring the abundance mm. as well. Get you know, in on all levels, because 
that is the new way. That's the new currency. That's the new value system mm. is authenticity. Mm. Yeah. Well, for that, we, just, for that, we just first have to relearn to be ourselves. No, that's like... The... Yeah, and that's a journey. That it, Because, again, it's all based in survival. So we, yeah. don't even, we don't even know what our truth is and our yeah. authenticity. But you can just... You just got to keep checking in, you know, constantly. And depression, I believe, is the suppression of just simply of our authenticity, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. So what would you recommend to someone who just starts their path and they don't know yet quite a lot? They're like in the beginning of their entire journey and they just have this feeling of like something isn't right. <laughs> what do you give them on hand? Like for the real start, like where do they start? So my whole thing is that we life mm. okay so it's such a beautiful journey to just to get to know yourself and I think romance I love romance and romance is you know when when you're with a, a partner and they they deeply listen to what you're sharing and then they'll, they'll go and they'll make a little gesture and you didn't even realize that that they heard something that you said that you liked mm -hmm. right yeah, yeah so that to me is romance so It's starting, it's starting with that is romancing yourself mm. and to go and to go and find out the things that you love Aww. and you, and the things that light you up. And that's, that's very different. Things that light you up are very different to the things that you like, mm. because that's really, you'll know when it's a light up, you'll know when it's something that you love. Mm. So if you start with just that, as simple as that and start experimenting the things that you thought that you loved or that you wanted or that lit you up will suddenly you'll be like actually it it, it really compared to that you know mm -hmm. so it's if you start with it if you start with the things that you really love and work work that way that's the best way to start I think mm -hmm. um, and I love it because we we have you know we have we love the same things as ourselves yeah, yes yeah, yeah. and we have the most in common you could ever have with ourselves yeah. we see we see everything from the same perspective like you know you couldn't you couldn't have a better partner so um i feel like yeah starting with the things that you love and also i love the things that you don't like mm. that's really cool i get really lit up by that because we're again it's It's um, it's not a right or wrong thing. It's just I just have an aversion to that. It's not. It's just not my thing. Yeah. So it's important to to um, yeah to anchor those things as well. To just know for oneself, like okay, that definitely isn't it. So you at least have the realm of possibilities more. And I think as well, what was something so sweet which you shared with me was as well that you are just following those light ups without holding like this expectations of they're actually getting us somewhere but just like following that every moment by every moment by every moment because that just always will bring us exactly to the place where we need to be and then we might just follow this light up of like why right now I just really want to go to the supermarket and just following that is going to make us run into a person and then you are just <laughs> <A thousand> percent. <laughs> yes. and it's just all about yes. that What do you what would you say to to someone to find that trust of like how can I trust my light up how do I know that my light up is gonna carry me because if you're used to be such in a surrender like you know survival mode the entire time for 
someone and I for me it was as well in the beginning just to really follow the slide ups and like go completely nuts of like okay I'm completely throwing the old way away and I'm not looking for security anymore but I find security within myself because security out there anyways is the illusion mm -hmm. like how do you find that trust like what will you say what what gives you that trust how can you strengthen that I get I guess again it goes back to the romancing like just spending some time with yourself Mm. and getting to like getting to um you know like you go for a, you go for a romantic walk with a partner and you, you know you might look in nature and admire the moon and wherever you are right mm. it's like starting to to imagine yourself beside yourself sharing the things that you love with yeah. yourself yeah. you know yeah. and and getting to know yourself it's yeah. really important to get you know we we again we we get to know our friends and we get to know our our partners and we get to know other people but we don't take the time the same time to get to know mm. ourselves and that's again I, i i just i think simplified you know beginning stages is to just spend some romance time getting to know the things that you love and the things that you don't love and then and then you'll you'll make space you'll make space and again, and again it's It's being in presence, isn't yeah. it? It's it's being it's being in that presence and that consciousness with yourself to 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 stop and smell the roses. Yeah. But the 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 ones that you you love, you know, yeah. that that yeah. smell good to you. Yeah, yeah. I understand. What I what I can see like is for people who haven't been used to spend a lot of time with themselves, or like for me, it was as well in the beginning like that. I was like remembering the first time where I really got to know myself I was quite overwhelmed because I didn't knew what to do with myself for the most of the time and I had a lot of really disturbing emotions coming up in those times you know and as well could observe some thought transformations and thought patterns of like just negative thinking what would you say to people who are experiencing that because I feel like when you decide to start to get to know yourself it's not just the, mo the romance time that you get to know but as you say it is as well this hidden part that comes all of a sudden because you can't drink it away anymore and you're not smoking it away or you're not distracting yourself with running from one social event to another social event so yeah it comes down to being able to hold yourself um, the way you need it as a child mm. because we never do anything wrong we're we're not bad there's nothing to be ashamed of and there's nothing to feel guilty about because it all goes back to innocence and it all goes back to survival and it to me again it's another one of those um alchemist kind of alchemy moments where you can turn it into gold and take the opportunity to hold yourself with in presence which is in love and have no judgment and you know and again those things come up and you give yourself what you need mm -hmm. because and give the give the space of you know seeing that that you feel like you're a bad person or you feel like you should be guilty or you should feel like you should feel ashamed and there's just nothing no no one is bad you can trace everything back mm -hmm. and to really hold our humanness you know everything cut everything if you if you took the thread of where your thoughts are going right now and how you're feeling about yourself and and the situation you're in and you trace it all the way back to the original 
Mm. You know, the original time. Yeah. You can always go back to that child, that innocent child who just, who was just being human. Yeah. You know? Um, we're, we're, we're taught so early that we, we're not allowed to be human. Like we have, where we need to be, we need to be perfect. Mm. And so young, like such a young time, you know? And that comes up up to our to adulthood because like so many of us have this this syndrome no of like always wanting to get everything perfectly done and being perfect and getting everything perfectly out and not allowing mistakes and yeah it's really a pattern that goes almost through entire society no? well I heard this really um, beautiful way of explaining shame mm. because apparently shame happens between I don't know something like. 18 months and two years and then the next thing is guilt it's like a psychological like um progression in our in our development and shame is actually god's seatbelt. i love that because it's showing you that you don't you you're not you you aren't god Mm. so you're human Mm. yes so it's just a way of pulling you to say hey you're human Mm. there's no so so in a sense it's kind of like there's nothing to be ashamed of Mm. if you're trying to be more than human then of course like you're going to get that pushback because you're not and that's amazing we're not we're human and we you know and there's developmental stages and we're we're from such a young young ages we're taught to that that our natural humanness is wrong yeah, and yeah, and we're bad for doing a very, very natural human, you know, expression. Um, expression. Mm. So, yeah, I really, I really love that mm. to, to just go, hey, you don't, you're not meant to get this perfect. And I think I think humans are so beautiful because if you if you really know me, I'm not human. <laughs> um, I feel like humans are really innocent, mm. and it's really really endearing, mm. and just really sweet. Yeah, and it's kind of like we're clumsy little toddlers. Yeah. that don't that so don't true. mean to to like knock over the bars because yeah. we've we've wobbled, yeah. you know. And and it's it's holding it's holding our humanness in that real like so sweet those three things mm. sweet so sweet so endearing and so innocent mm. you know and again yeah. coming back to that to that child that child self and I have been living in nature for like a long time now and really studying just exactly the qualities. Mm. And what I've what I've really noticed is, you know, of course our bodies are from earth. Yeah. Okay. We were made from earth. Yeah. And the qualities in nature, in in Gaia, in, you know, is really, really innocent yeah. and really, really sweet mm-hmm. and just full of just just full of joy and just full of yeah, just so innocent. And I I think it's a quality, it's not even a, a quality of just a child. Mm. It's a quality of being human. It's a quality of the way our earthly bodies have been made mm. is, is, is that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So if we can hold, if we go full circle to your question, if we can hold ourselves in that, 
in that, you know, um, container of, of our innocence, you know, and our sweetness and in gentleness and just holding that then, you know, bit by bit, just having that opportunity just to hold ourselves like that and kind of be the, the mum we never had for mm. ourselves. Yeah. And I love that because you as well always talk about divine rage and it's like the first time I actually really heard someone saying it's a divine rage because we're always getting taught as well like don't let your anger out, you know, it's nothing good, especially if you're like living in this spiritual ideology, like what I found, like I love Buddhism and I love in general like Taoism, but I feel like what so often as well is taught there is like anger is a negative it's a negative thing and we shouldn't have it. And it's like one of the um, emotion which are just like, you know, interrupting our frequency and like, you know, so there again, it's a, like a lot of shame created around it. Around being human. About being human. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. But with like talking to you, then I really hear, hear you about talking divine, about divine rage. You want to share something about well, that? Well, the thing is we are, yeah, I call it, um, what is it? sacred aggression sacred and holy aggression. and holy rage you know <laughs> exactly. um <I> because <laughs> we we are animals as well right yeah. and it's a way of it's a way of expressing energy and yeah. um, so it's it's just it's just we can't help it yeah. and the thing is if we suppress it yeah it's just going to turn into into rage and it's going to turn into aggression yeah, yeah? and so, and we've got a lot, we've got a lot in us that we've been holding because when we're children, we, we have a choice and we don't really have a choice of fight or flight. We only really have fawn and freeze. Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. the two things we don't have the, we don't have the choice in the other two. And what happens is when an animal freezes, they use the energy once they're frozen and the predator is sniffed around and thinking that it's that it's dead mm. we hope that you know an animal hopes that the predators thought it's dead so it shuts down everything um, and freezes everything so when when the predator leaves it uses that energy to to get up and run and that's the last chance of life that run mm. so that so when that's what it does you contain that energy for that last run so think about it we we're in our houses with these unsafe people because we're not allowed to we can't express ourselves authentically yeah. otherwise we'll potentially die and that's happening day in day out so we're freezing every single day mm. and that energy doesn't go anywhere and then we're not allowed to be angry yeah right because angry anger so we have to suppress more and mm. then we get to be adults and we we just can't help it and we explode or implode mm. um, and that's that that's that energy that needs to come out because emotion is energy in motion right yeah. um so we're constantly stopping that energy in motion mm. um but it doesn't just because we suppress it and stop it doesn't mean it's it's going, going anywhere yeah. and so it just builds more and more um and then it turns into rage and explosion or implosion mm. so it's important to start to consciously get it out and yeah. get out the, what the animal wants to do yeah. and not even not even think about the story just like feel into what it what you know what's coming up 
and express it and give it a voice. Yeah. And, you know, screaming in a pillow is just so amazing or being, you know, um, punching, punching, a, you know, punching yeah. something. It's, it's really important because we, we want to be, we want to be consciously getting out our, okay. our very natural yeah. human animal, you know, Try. suppressed yeah. energy that needs to be, needs to be expressed to be able to be clear. Completely. And I feel like especially when you are starting to work with your emotion, at least that's how I felt in the beginning when you consciously really start to allow yourself to feel it, it can be so overwhelming because you just really realize like the intensity that an emotion can have. And like Eckhart as well always talks about the emotional body and the pain body that we're holding and as well explains it that like every situation that we experienced as a child is like a water drop on a leaf and the you observe the water drops you know the more calm the bigger starts the um how do you call it the big water drop like mm -hmm. it's starting to form like this huge mm -hmm. water drop on a leaf and all of a sudden it's becoming so heavy that the leaf can't hold it anymore and it plops down on earth and eventually becomes even bigger there <laughs> and i feel like that's what we're experiencing with our emotions as well and i in the beginning as well i was so overwhelmed by feeling that much and by really being like i can't really escape it anymore because like it is here like it really has me in its grip right now And I would wish at the beginning that someone has told me, like, it's completely fine to scream in a pillow and it's fine if you go around and to throw things against, you know, to just throw things through the air, like go out and throw with rocks or like just... I don't know, whatever helps, you know, take a stick and like <laughs> smash Absolutely. it on Absolutely. And, and clean as you go, like clean yeah. as you go. And then you don't have a buildup because animals don't hold stress or trauma in their bodies because mm. they express the energy that's come up to yeah. to fight or flee and then or freeze even and then they shake it out and it's done yeah. but we hold it in and that's why we're carrying all that stuff you know all the the stress and tension and trauma in our bodies and yeah. it never goes yeah and because yeah. i even think it's amazing to be a hater yeah <laughs> and i'm all about love like my whole thing yeah. is loveness right yeah But it's important because, again, it's just a word that's been, you know, coded up in, in religion or, or whatever. It, it's an expression. Yeah. It's expression of energy. And to me, hate is coded up with it, it feels like really intense frustration, mm. um, injustice. Mm. Um, there's something else. And, and kind of... Yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, it's not fair, you know. When when kids kids use the word hate a lot to mm. just express something, they just like it's so true. Yeah, yeah right. It's just a, it naturally comes out, and then we're told, "Don't you dare yeah. like hate that." But if you take away the actual word and how we've made it, you know, and just a bad energy. word, the energy. Mm -hmm. Like think about it. You think about it now. Like when you're hating something. It's like it's so unfair. Yeah. There's so much injustice in it and there's so much frustration because you're not you're not being heard or you're not being, you know, validated or, or you seen. know, or seen yeah. and it's like I hate, you know, I yeah. hate this. It's this this expression of energy. So but but again we we we're, we're fighting over words. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't say that word. It's a bad word. No, it's exactly how I feel. Yeah. I'm sorry if it's yeah. if it's got hate to it. Um, and then once that's out, then you're not going to be having that, you know, that energy 
this intensity. In, exactly. This and then you're not going to end up being a hater, but you actually will be a hater if you don't hate. Yeah. Because you'll keep it in. Because you know? and it's getting just more and more. And, and that's, that's, I, I feel, feel as well how we always end up living in those extremes, you know, in those extreme situations, because we haven't balanced our own energies within ourselves. And if they are not balanced, how, how should our life be balanced? It's just, it's not possible. It's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> I love how we didn't know anything. Yeah, we didn't so plan anything. No, it's just like flowing, yeah. just flowing. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah. So it's it's. I think it's important to be a hater, and I think it's important <laughs> to get out our aggression. You know, but obviously yeah. in a con- in a in a conscious, controlled way and then we're not going to explode and implode and I just feel like there's you know to just suppress things because they're not the right they're not sociably kind of acceptable is not it's not it's not going anywhere it's not coming out of your body at all yeah it's and i just... think we're seeing that like we're witnessing this all over the world that what we're doing by now <laughs> just isn't working it's not working it's just not working and our insides are showing externally what's going on yeah, yeah as a yeah. collective as a collective yes. Yes. because like young talked about it as well like a lot that actually we're all just collectively so like because the all is one and one is all and we're just all so connected and the energy field basically i mean we don't see it but it is there and it's going through us all like there's no separation between you and me and even sometimes you feel that when you're with a certain person you're all of a sudden feel their energies coming up as well mm-hmm. and Eckhart always talks about that as well and it's something which I really love it's like the more we're clearing clearing out our space and the more clearer we become in our space the more we can support others as you said to close that complete loop as a collective tribe for holding each other in it so we should be holding each other going yes get this anger out yeah yes 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 you you have every reason to to be feeling that way come on come on and they you did know? that like forever were still tribals they had like those dances around the fire where they mm. were like screaming against each other and like smashing at the at their chests or like hitting the drums and those were ways on like just expressing that energy form because it is it's existing and we can't put that away even in nature like we see thunderstorms and we have like this hurricanes coming and it's like it's nature we are nature we are and that's the other thing like if you if you you know because i'm living in a in the forest and even in like a small circle <laughs> it's so magical it's so magical <laughs> but it's really taught it's really shown me that like there's there's just all different you know expressions of energy all the time yeah. and it's that's just again that's that's the the earth that's the human that's how we've been created here yeah <laughs> so that's what so brought the... you to earth <laughs> that's what brought you to earth <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> sharing that with me as well 
Yeah, just, just um, again, it's been really because I came in with the frequency of the new earth and mm. to help to help the earth raise its frequency and consciousness. That's why I came. Um, I can really because I'm so close to to her. Yeah. You know, yeah. living living in the forest, it's it, there's no difference. Yeah. Um, and that's that's been really beautiful to just. It's like this collaboration that, okay, you know, we've got the same frequency. Yeah. 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 So, so, so beautiful. Yeah, but, but the way, like you say, the way the, you know, the different expressions like the thunderstorms and the, and the rain and, and the fires and all of that, that's just, that's us. All of, the, all of those things are, yeah. yeah, are in us. And we don't say, oh, you know, we don't love you because because you're a thunderstorm now yeah no again we are seeing the importance in it like i feel like the deeper you look the more you know as well like nature is its own intelligence rhythm and nothing happens without a reason and we need the rain we need the oh and the amount of times that that i've been like in my tent and gone through something so intense to mm. like a death portal And then a, a lightning storm will happen oh. and I it's like completely mimicking, you know, yeah. exactly, you know, what I'm going through yeah. and, yeah, just matching, matching how I'm feeling and then, yeah, then it's done, you know. Yeah. So yeah. It, it releases and the energy is gone. Like yeah. It, it passed through you. You're yeah. just there as yeah. a vassal. You're just there yeah. as a holder of this of this energy yeah. like and we are sometimes just so getting lost only in those thinking and emotional body that we are just completely forgetting that we're the vastness behind it all and that we're nature itself and we're everything we're the entire cosmos like in our true 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 essence yeah yeah <laughs> so where are you standing where are you standing in yourself At this stage of your life? At this stage, I... Uh, well, I am so happy that I am actually the mum I never had. Mm. I'm like mm -hmm. the absolute divine mum to my child self. And I feel like I've been on a, on a really big journey to... To get myself there mm. and I wanted to be able to do that before I held humanity yeah. to be able to do it for my little girl first so because I I came in being able to hold hold you like humans I held my mom as the as a the divine mom yeah. um, and everyone I've come across I've been that but the one the one you know, person I haven't been there for is myself in that way. So I've been given this this blessing of having the time to really just rescue her and and be there for her and hold her the way she needed. Yeah. And that's taken time. That's taken a long time. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like I'm here. Yeah. I'm finally here. And then so now my next step is I'll be able to fully be able to hold humanity and mm. knowing that 
she she has come first mm. and I'm not going to hold everyone else and not her. Oh, um, that now, so yeah, so that I am really, I feel really blessed that I can, that I can, yeah, be the, be the dream mum yeah. that, that my little girl dreamed of, that I, I'm finally there. So, I mean, that's, yeah. so, that's so, so beautiful. Yeah, and so I want to hold, hold humanity in, in that same way, in the, in the true mum, in love, in true love. Mm. Um, so, and true presence, obviously, yeah. 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 Yeah, I can definitely say that you did that for me multiple times. Aww. So yeah, it's been a real blessing to have you on my journey Aww. and to have you here with me today. <laughs> so magical, so magical. <laughs> Having you yeah. with me, yeah, yeah. It's it's um, it's a really magical connection. I really, I feel really blessed. Me yeah. too. <laughs> me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as well we're coming slowly to the end now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so in future, if I have any listener that are looking for you and they're like, oh, where can I find this magical fairy living living in the forest? Where can where can they find you? Well, I. It's so interesting because I I'm coming out again. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in hiding. I've been I've been unplugged. Um, for well this time for for nine months it's coming up to wow, living amazing. in a tent in yeah. the forest and unplugging from everyone so and everything and so both of us have decided to do retreats yes our first retreat and so i'm i'm being forced and especially because you're the uh You're the marketing <laughs> manager of the of the retreat, <laughs> and the events manager is that you're forcing me now <laughs> that I've got to get it out and into the world yeah. um, in a few days. Because it's such a blessing as well. Oh. Because it is such a blessing as well. So yeah. I don't even have like my contact. I took my contact details off my website. So now you're forcing me to put them on. <laughs> okay, my marketing manager. <laughs> We're having to do it for both of us. And um, so, yeah, my website is um, it's love-ness.com. Mm. And so you'll be able to, as of after this, I'll go and put it back on. <laughs> you'll be able to contact me through my website. Mm. Yeah, and for you guys, I will write it in the description as well once more, so you can follow it whenever you feel like, oh, I hear the calling, I gotta talk to this lady, <laughs> I want to see her in real and in person. Like you have now all the details, and can highly, highly recommend if you have that calling to follow it because it definitely, definitely brought so much presence and so much gifts into mm -hmm. my life and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, help me to understand myself on a level that yeah feels new and like feels more in depth and more in authenticity. So <laughs> thank you so much for so being much here. So much love. Me. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was so much fun to slow with you. Wow. I'm super excited to so bring So magical. Wow. Do you feel like ending it? You feel like ending it with a small little meditation to let them go inside? <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Just like a quick one. Oh. All right. Well, so just placing your right hand on your beautiful heart, and your left one on top, and just tuning in 
for that beautiful, unique heart of yours. Taking a breath, breathing in love's essence through the rose in your heart and smile and just know that you're with the love of your life and there's never been anyone like you and there never will be and just feeling into what a blessing and an honour and a gift that you are and how sacred and special it is to be in your presence, to be in your love, to be in your light, to be in the presence of your divinity. So, so blessed to be you. You're with the perfect partner, with your best friend, you're with the perfect traveling companion. You're with the most sacred inner lover and the love of your life, your beloved right there. So, so blessed to be you. And just feel deeper and deeper into your beautiful heart. Deeper and deeper into your beautiful love. So, so blessed to be you. So, so special, so, so precious. And then bringing your hands in prayer position to your beautiful heart and just feeling into one last time what an honour, blessing, gift it is to be you. And then bowing down in honour of yourself and namaste. 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 Wherever you are, my friends, have a beautiful rest of your day. <laughs> and I hear you soon. <laughs>